Welcome to Seizure Salad with test subject Micah B. A salty, slightly cynical account of neurological disorders, the synaptic jolts that short-circuit one's world, and a search for answers in efforts to rewire the mind and create a new life. And now, Seizure Salad with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Micah B-Side. Yeah, so where did it go from there? So my... Uh... In my second year in graduate school, I um, wrote a paper, and it was for a research class. We had to put a proposal together, and uh, my dad was a, a banker his whole career in Dallas, and my brother is in the finance field, and so uh, the business world intrigued me, and I wrote this research proposal wanting to study the connection between an employee's happiness and their perceived relationship with their manager, with their direct manager to see what type of correlation was there. And I remember my professor pulled me aside in the hallway and, and said, um, Mark, this was one of the most interesting proposals I've ever read. And um, you know, this is a counseling psychology program, right? <laughs> I said, well, yeah. Uh, and, and in my mind, I was like, where is this going? And she said, we, we don't deal with the workplace. We, we pro, you know, teach you how to be a clinician in individual and group counseling sessions. And I said, I, I hear what you're saying. And I guess my point is I want to help the largest group of people possible. And if we're looking for common denominators among American adults, I can't think of a better one than the workplace. So if we can move the needle there, we're moving it for a large number of people. And she said, I get it. That makes sense. Uh, she ultimately denied my proposal, but she came back a few days later and said, have you heard of employee assistance programs or EAPs? Uh, they provide counseling to employees. And uh, I said, never heard of it. I ended up researching it and competed against uh, like 50 other people, got an internship with the Colorado State EAP yeah, and Rams. after that, I was kind of off to the races, and I've been in the EAP field since uh, 04 now. And I'm fortunate enough now that I work with uh, some, some of the largest companies in America, helping them improve the emotional wellness of their workforce and create a culture that uh, is open and accepting of mental health issues and of getting support for those. And so I, I'm very fortunate in that regard that what I've been able to do or focus on uh, it allows me to respect my diagnosis and fulfill that higher purpose of I feel is necessary for people to just understand that uh, counseling and therapy and self-care isn't anything mystical or uh, unusual. It, it's just, for me, it's a lot of thought work. That's why the cognitive behavioral therapy uh, lines up with me so well. It's, it's changing those uh, negative thoughts and those uh, unhelpful ones to ones that line up with where we want to go. And, and so I work with a lot of employees, not only on uh, mental health conditions, but also just on performance coaching. H how do you get the most out of your day? And, and you mentioned earlier, we have the Seizing Life Coaching Program where we do a lot of that uh, work with people living with epilepsy too. And it's not always just about how do you manage your diagnosis and deal with all the stress of it. It's Hey, people with epilepsy, we don't have great memories. So how do you use a concept like laser speak to get to the core uh, statement you're trying to make without rambling on or forgetting what you're saying? Uh, and, and so it's a lot of practical to tips, that. too, for the members in our community. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I happy to talk, to talk to you about that. <laughs>
<laughs> that is wonderful, man. That's really cool. And you're working with the foundation. You're working with Lee from the foundation on some uh, their programs as well, like like the preferred. Was it? Uh, preferred provider network. Yeah. This, uh, she this came around did. in 2017. Uh huh. She and and actually did, uh, two, ep- a two part episode on that. But, uh, tell us oh, about good. your end of it. Good. How did this come about? Well, uh, I, I had been volunteering with the foundation since, um, 2014 and I got involved because they have an eight week mindfulness class called Project Uplift that was created by Emory University and, uh, designed that a non-clinical and clinical person uh, co-facilitates it. And so I've done, I think, seven or eight rounds of that now, but that started in 2014 doing that since uh, I'm, I'm clinical and they needed that. And that's how I really began a long-term relationship with them. So in 2017, they called and said, uh, one of our biggest uh, donors to the foundation has asked us to allot a certain amount of money towards mental health care. We don't really know what to do. So could you come down and let's brainstorm? And we started talking about it. And I said, you know, in my mind, the barriers to care uh, are clinicians who don't really know epilepsy or how to work with people uh, living with epilepsy and then cost of care. You know, in my mind, those are the two barriers. So, we we started talking about it and came up with this idea of let's create a statewide network and we will train them for free. We'll provide uh, accredited continuing education hours. And that's kind of our hook to get people into the network because we do ask them to, to take a lower price point for sessions and FCO supplements the first eight sessions up to a certain dollar amount. But uh, the other way to to entice providers to the network is we will provide you continuing education hours because every two years uh, here in Colorado, we need to do 40 hours of continuing education. It It's right. costly. It can be up to $100 per hour. And so if we can give you two hours of continuing education for free, uh, and, and that worked well. We were able to develop this network. It started, as you can imagine, more in the Denver local area, but it's expanded out to the rest of the state now. And and great. I really think it's a great thing that isn't talked about enough. People can call FCO. They can talk to Lee. She can do an assessment to determine the best place for them because sometimes she does say, you know, coaching might be right for you. Let me connect you with Mark with the Seizing Life program because that might be more of what you need. And then the reverse is true too. I talk to people all the time who are interested in the coaching program. And sometimes it's a, I think we're talking more about counseling that you need right now and not so much coaching. Let me connect you with Lee, whether that's uh, we set up a phone call or I just introduce you over email. So it's been this great collaboration of uh, Lee and I as clinicians assessing people to determine the proper level of care for them. Okay. Okay. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. And that kind of fills in a little bit of uh, some of the stuff. Uh, Lee and I kind of went into detail about a lot of it. Um, you've kind of given us a, a lot more of uh, kind of filling in those those little gaps there. So I appreciate that greatly, man. Greatly. Yeah. Uh, so we've got the Seizing Life uh, Seizing Life Coaching Program, and uh, you and here I'm gonna I'm gonna pan over here. 
to uh, your website. There's focus areas within that. Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Michael Ball. The song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky, and used with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Original logo painting by Brent Olson of Olson Studios. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever floats your boat. Just keep listening. And join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, remember, unexpect the expected, and that it's all in your head.